烟尘弥漫，逃不走的缓慢，无法习惯没有你的期盼，渴望重来，本来 no it's not fun， 远远却被在等待，回不去过往的存在。Oh， 夜深大雨渗透，湿气过后， yeah, 回忆从不蔓延，在我家为你好，还是心中的爱。Yeah, you and I。夜晚你的梦境已不在，太了不得痛苦，爱是无法自主。I know why。I've fallen sad and so， 但希望这爱不曾来过。It's all for love， 当混乱变成了领悟。It's all for love， 爱领悟解脱。Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tara, and I'm Kat. Um, yeah, this week yeah. is bizarre, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, good news is NCT 2021 has been announced. We're gonna talk about that today. Um, we're not doing an album today. Uh, just to buffer things a little bit,、um, we're gonna put our theories and hats on and see what hairbrained schemes yeah we can come up with.、Um, this might be a short episode because I feel like there are a lot of theories out there, but none of them make sense to me. I mean,、so. does any theory about any SM-related group ever really truly make complete sense? You're right, but like some make what I'm saying is some make more sense than others, but the majority just don't work. And the fact and SM added this whole Kwangya thing, like nothing, nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing is real. Time is an illusion. Everything, you know, as a Kingdom Hearts fan, in some ways, I should be a theorizer and should be able to like retcon everything to include Kwangya, but. Other times, I'm just like I've spent so much energy on making sense of Kingdom Hearts that I have no more room. <laughs> All of your brain cells are currently occupied. Sorry, NCT. Is it is what it is. Until until NCT is with me for longer than ten years, maybe they'll、uh, have a chance. Maybe then you'll start to, to try and think about it. I am listen. I'm like I'm gonna start a TikTok outlining all of Kwangya, but well, we'll see if that happens. And yeah, so you're a Sagittarius,、up. and it's eclipse season. Don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I might start it, but <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it for like a couple days, and then <laughs> two videos in, two videos in, that's it. Literally, that's my superpower: starting things. Yeah, so I was thinking about this earlier today. To be fully transparent with everyone, that like the reason why this is somewhat of a loosely structured episode is partially because、um, we are. Oh, our schedule has been thrown off by Lucas's stuff. 
um because we awaken the world was supposed to be like two episodes ago (laughs) um plus we went on hiatus and And also, just in general, this is probably like a good a good test, I guess, for alternative content. Since you know, I mean, we I it's doubtful we'll run out of music, considering yeah. <laughs> the speed upon which SM releases NCT music. But at the same time it's not like we can just never talk about wavy again um because that would be messed up um maybe we should put i don't know why we didn't think of this earlier maybe we should just put a poll up on twitter and be like would y'all be okay with us covering awaken the world at this time or is it too soon and just put yes or no yeah we should do that um can you do that because um yeah (laughs) I'll do uh, it. Apparently, the way I word things is messed up. So. Shut up. The way uh, that person perceived things was messed up. Okay. All right. You did nothing wrong. That was just weird on their part. Um, but yeah. So we're gonna talk about um just was again what's going on in N City and then our speculations on what is gonna happen with NCT. 2021 because we've had very limited information we've had a couple crumbs here and there but nothing really besides teasers we've we haven't really gotten anything yeah it's um i have some theories about that as well (laughs) which is uh there it's this is like a really perfect storm for like horror right now um (laughs) and by horror i mean just like business wise i I think that SM is kind of in a bad spot because it's currently not super clear where Lee Suman's shares are going. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably has created some hesitancy around like what is possible and what can be done um, mm-hmm. besides things that have already been solidified. Like for example, um, I'm pretty sure that Red Velvet is on track for that Japanese album regardless. So, Mm -hmm. um, and since SM doesn't handle that, that's a a AVX, AVX? I think it's AVX. UMJ? UMJ? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever is the Japanese arm will be handling that. And that's kind of separate. So that won't be directly affected, but NCT 2021, like, first off, Win Win is doing a separate schedule. So there's that. Baby. Um, congratulations. And I hope it's a good, popular show and mm-hmm. that nothing horrible happens because the way that China is set up right now, uh, everybody is being watched, like, heavily. So. I think it'll be okay. I think I said this when we talked about Win Win last that I feel like knowing the climate that he's going into and he still continues to push forward, I feel like he is well prepared or better prepared than most, in my opinion. So hopefully things will work out. I was a little sad when I counted the members and 
Win-Win wasn't there. Um, as we know, he's not biased <laughs> in Wavy. I love him so much. Um, but I mean, it's not like he's not doing anything. It's he's doing this drama, which is acting as something that he's, he's said like forever that he's wanted to do. It's just the timing didn't work out. So yeah. at least um, we may not get uh, all of the win-win love that the Neos tend to <laughs> tend to force upon win-win this time around. But um, I'm sure that they're sending him love and he. I, I feel like he's going to do great and it's going to be a great drama. I will be watching just because the plot sounds interesting and also win-win's in it. The reason why I started laughing is because uh, one of my mutuals had the most hilarious tweet about the counting thing, which mm. is that she was like, oh, so now you all are with me and how I've been counting the members in 127 since forever ago. No, but for real, it's like... <laughs> and then she put, but what made it funny is she posted a really cursed picture of fucking mark zuckerberg oh my god <laughs> you have to send me that <laughs> oh god but yeah um it's true like the 127 oh, that was traumatic that was that was very traumatic we all have trauma i mean i have that. i have unpopular opinions so i'm just yes keep those to yourself <laughs> yeah um but anyways obviously there is no Lucas, which I guess I shouldn't say that's obvious because there was, you know, some speculation that they might have him come back for this. Um, and based upon the levels of Viatrol still happening, I guess it was a good idea that they, you know, did not do that. So, yeah, I, I was, I forgot who I was talking to on Twitter, but um, I had said that I wasn't surprised that Lucas isn't back exactly for that reason because at least once a day on my timeline even before the teaser started coming out there was still a lot of animosity and there was still a lot of back and forth um I'm not sure how Knets feel about that um I haven't been on that side of Twitter in a minute but on this side it's still it's still a very very sore subject so i um, get it the streets told me that knets don't care um but who knows how valid that is mm-hmm. um i was discussing with someone who is actually living in korea right now that like um the there seems to be a large disconnect between k fans and international fans with Mm -hmm. this issue because from their perspective k fans have no knowledge of the like sa portion um i don't think it's only k nets i think a lot of people don't have knowledge i think us in on this side of the world have knowledge of that but i think a lot of people on that side of the world don't yeah, which which does create a little bit of an interesting paradox where there's this expectation that SM will clarify, but what if SM doesn't know? Yeah, I honestly, that may be the reason is that they don't know how far the allegations 
have gone. So they don't know they need to address something because they don't know they need to address it, essentially, which is understandable. And also, the situation was so all over the place. Like, I had a hard time gathering everything. Yeah. So um... And weeding through everything. So it, it is what it is. But that brings me to my next point uh, on counting is, remember, I was like, they keep saying 23, but everybody's assuming it's everyone, including Lucas. It could be you know, 22 and another member. And it turns out, well, it's looking like now it's 21 and two other members to make 23 participating. Like Assuming the that said. the 23 thing was confirmed because at the time that all of the stuff about it being 23 members came out, that was a little bit before the scandal blew up completely and also SM never confirmed that number. They didn't, but I saw an article recently and then didn't TY on SNL, which was after all of this happened, didn't he say there was going to be one to two? I thought he said there's gonna be one. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he said a number. See the thing about this whole thing is that even though you might say or plan something out it doesn't necessarily end up working out all the time Mm -hmm. um things change all the time like you know Taman, for example had recorded the whole album and decided you know what i don't really like it i i would like to re-record the whole thing Mm -hmm. and so you know you end up with the album being pushed back so it's totally possible that they absolutely 100% planned to have two new members and maybe something happened. Um, or maybe they had intended for Win-Win to be in there and then um, the acting opportunity came up and that was more his, you know, wheelhouse or thing that he wanted to do, so... Mm-hmm. I still think, in my mind, I still think there's going to be two new members. Well, I mean, anything is possible, of course, with N-City. I'm just saying, like, the thing about N-City that continues to be the biggest problem is that y'all create an entire scenario in y'all's heads and then get mad about it as if it has happened. But it's like... That never happened, yeah. technically. Because, like, technically, that 23 number was never confirmed. So, like... I, we may not I, get any new members, actually. Yeah. So. It, it, I'm, just say, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I... Not to be, like, a negative Nancy, because I know it would be really exciting to see some new members. Um, I'm just saying, you know, anything is possible, and... You know, speculation is speculation. True. Which, I mean, if we don't get any new members and we just get new combinations of units, I'd be totally fine with that. Um, We don't have to add new members. Will I support the new members when they come on? Of course, because that's that's NCT. That's their whole thing. Like, I know what I signed up for. Um, But... 
I mean, if, if it doesn't end up happening. Also, another thing is how much can they possibly do this time around? I feel like last year it was in the middle of the pandemic and it was kind of hard to do a lot of things. We got a lot of, um, we did get a lot of content, but it was like very controlled. And I wonder if that's still going to be the case. Like I know for a fact, we're not going to get outdoor, not SM in a box music videos. There's just no way. Yeah. Um, it's, I have no idea what to expect here, particularly because like, if favorite was recorded in August, that means that 2021 music wise has at least been rolling out since September. So like here. Okay. I have a better, I have a better way to frame this. Here are things I do not want to see for 2021. (laughs) I would like for, them to not lean so heavily on Mark Young and instead give Yang Young and Jano and Jamin better chances to like carry the rap line for her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is obviously no shade to Mark Young because we know they'll kill it, but I'm just saying that the whole point of like, you know, these 2021 or these like, you know, all members projects is like to highlight other people. So like, Come on, you know, like I want to hear Yang Yang really shine on a track as the main rapper. I 100% agree. Do I think that's going to happen? No, but I would really, really love it if we get like more. I don't know. I mean, Xiaojun and Tail were on a track, they were on my everything which was nice but i want them to interact use the versatility and the amount of talent that you have and use it wisely yeah you're right though probably not gonna get it's probably not gonna happen (laughs) i really want it to though but i just know that they're in the business of making money they know i guess although jenno and jamin on hello future and hot sauce cleared like they were so good i remember when we were doing our hello future review i was like is that jamin is that jenna like i was very thoroughly impressed hopefully sm will take that into consideration um of how much they've improved and where they are now and really utilize them and put them in as many units or songs as possible like really give them a chance and young has always been great like he's always been consistently good um so i don't know maybe we'll get if they if we do get another rap unit like they attempted to do with misfit um yes i said attempted um i would like johnny not to be there you know what you read my mind because i was thinking that i was like johnny has to be excluded I would like Johnny not to be there. Although his line was iconic. Like, that's the only line <laughs> we all remember. But... I literally play the song up until that point and then leave. Um, I would like Johnny not to be there. I would like Sung Chan to get... Like, he did so good on that song. And on so, others. Yes! Yes, and he was able to fill in for Taeyong at 
2020. Yeah, yeah. So like, I would if they're gonna do a like rap line song, then it needs to be the actual rappers and not like Please. the rappers plus Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i that's what i would like and i would like something that would use more of chumla um something that would maybe get jisung singing like really singing on something maybe him and jaehyun those two very baritone that would be voices. really really nice but i already know <laughs> I know, I know. This, we're only speculating. This is what our wish list, okay? We know this isn't going to happen, but that would be really, really nice if we could get, I don't know, um, a, who who do I want? A Hechan and, hmm. We're going to get Hechan and Mark at some point. Yeah. Why do not you, now? You know, I would really love for there to be a Utah-led vocal line song. In my wildest dreams, I hope that happens, but I know it's not. Yeah, and that's... The thing is, like... And this is no shade, so, like, eyes don't come for me, but I think that Utah's, like... He's he's got some work to do vocally still mm. and that and that's not again that's not shady that's just it's just something i noticed during the favorite recordings is that like you know if i was in the room i would have been like okay so you're doing this thing where you're making favorite three syllables and that's why you can't get the tone correctly I don't know nothing about that, but that sounds correct. <laughs> and and I and it, again, it's like you know, I love I love Yuta's natural voice. I think he has a very nice tone, um, but I can tell that there are certain techniques and certain uh, things that he doesn't have the kind of wherewithal to think about in the same way that Doyoung and Tail just naturally their brains you know, can fix things on the spot, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Which is why if they gave Utah more opportunities, he would learn more. Just saying. I agree. I think that SM, like I said, underutilizes talent and that can stunt growth in some so maybe that's what needs to happen. Also, like with um, oh God, there's 23 of these. <laughs> with uh, I would like to see. Okay, this will never happen. I know this will never happen. But can I please, please, baby Jesus? Can I please have Jungwoo, Shaojun, Doyoung? And let's throw in a let's throw in a wild card. Um, Jisung, Rungjun. no. <laughs> Can you give us a power ballad. Please? Oh yeah, 
Please give us a power. Lovely there. would be so good. And Jungwoo's tone has improved so much. He was singing on Favorite. My favorite thing about Favorite is (laughs) Toyoung and Tail. Oh, them screaming the entire time? They they put their whole entire feet in the vocals for Favorite. It was actually disgusting. Like... (laughs) You know, black people do that thing where somebody's like singing so good that it's like, you know, they're making that face like mm-hmm. they're disgusted. Like that was me listening to their recordings. It's in to me, it's so crazy to me how we almost didn't get Tail. Like we were so close to not getting that man in K pop at all. He was going to go to school. And just I'm glad be... he didn't. And I'm like, this like, I am so happy that he made that decision because his voice is a, it's a treasure. Like it really is so precious. You People need to hear that man was born to sing. People need to hear him. And it, sometimes I just sit there and think, wow, we almost didn't get to hear moon tails sing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I would like that lineup. And then if we could get, what else? What else do I really want? I want a rock band concept with instruments. God damn it. I want it so badly. You know, after we covered um, Johnny's station with like 10 million other people mm-hmm. and it was like a generic rock song, I would love for Johnny to pull a like Mr. Han from Linkin Park and just like remix a song and for that to be the track. Girl, it's been years since we got Sunny Side. <laughs> you think we're getting anything else? It's not else? even been years. Don't even. It's been years. It's been years since the last JCC. You think we're going to get anything out of it's Johnny It's been right years now? since the last JCC? It's years. been three years. Three years. JCC. Let Jafam come get her because this is not making sense. I'm just saying it's been a while. So, I mean, he's probably busy, but still, it's been a while. But that's what I'm saying. He hasn't released anything, so now it would be the perfect time for him to release something. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. I, w- I just want them to do, like, you You remember, like, AOA had their, like, they also had, like, their rock band, but they also had, like, their K-pop stuff. And Wonder Girls had, like, they all played instruments, but they also, like, did k-pop versions of their like songs where they like that's what i want i want an nct unit like that i don't understand why sm hasn't capitalized on this yet like an nct band like an actual band unit like hello day six and flying like those bands are like super popular why haven't they done that nct is like the perfect thing to do that with because they could take the some members and they could be in a unit and do the, like the traditional K-pop stuff. They could, you know, do band stuff. Like, I don't get it. It boggles my mind that they haven't done that yet. But yeah, that's what I want. I want that. And Johnny needs to be in it. Um, who else can be in this band? Out of who we know. Who plays an instrument? Wait, what? Say that again? Who plays instruments? Oh, um... Johnny plays... Mark plays guitar. Kuhn. 
Um, <laughs> I got three. You know why I'm laughing though? Hmm. Because as soon as I thought about who playing instruments, the next thought was him listen to that big old booty song. Oh, stop. <laughs> He was having the time of his life. You know what? I love Coon so much because Coon is just like, and he's like his own horny police. Like anytime the fans try to be like thirsty, he's just like, no, stop I, it. I think a lot of ways like that, and it's so funny to me. Young Young encourages it. Young Young encourages it, but the rest of them are like. What, who are you people? Like, especially, I think Kun and Xiaojin are the ones that knock it down the most. I would love to see Kun react to thirst tweets. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think he could live through that. No, but the drugs would be so perfect, though. <laughs> I, I think he'd get through a few, and then the more intense they got, I think he'd be like, okay, I gotta go. Like, this is just too much. Because he's also, like, when I watch him on, um, like, his radio. Thing. he's also very shy sometimes so maybe Fans be trying to flirt with coon and he'd be like um i think that that's very lazy of you actually <laughs> you need to do better in life <laughs> go outside you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of tal's ass too tal be doing that <laughs> He met those fans at the uh, like the dinner meeting, and he was asking them if they had like married or dated anyone. And oh then God. one of them said that they're waiting for him, and he was like, "Don't wait for me. Don't what you waiting for me for?" Um. So yeah. Basically, we just had some struggles just now, technological-wise, so... Um, Y'all, don't use Zencaster. <laughs> don't do it. You know, Save I yourself was, a headache. I was looking up, like, alternatives, and I'm gonna, like, test them later, because... Mercury's is... not in retrograde, so what is the explanation? I don't know. It's weird times. But anyways, we were talking about Preacher Tao. And yeah, how he told fans, don't wait for me. What are you waiting for me for? You ain't gonna never get me. I love <laughs> which, him. Which, like, imagine like shooting your shot legitimately IRL and having that said to your face. I would simply cease. Yeah. is I would also simply cease to exist. I would, I would you know, float away like the snap from yeah adventure immediately right in front of him. Oh, it's like that. All right, bye, and then just float away. Just literally disintegrate into nothingness. Yo, imagine I couldn't do it. But Tao's, I feel like Tao's one of those people. Like he's really genuine in what he's saying. Like I wish he had like a weekly column. I think somewhere. He- my idea that I pitched to Twitter, <laughs> obviously, yeah, I real if for him to have an advice show, like 
forget uh what is it hello neighbor or whatever that um oh hello is. counselor yeah forget that show just get tao to like advise people about their lives yeah actually <laughs> i feel like he'd be less toxic than they are on that show yeah that sometimes that show is pretty bad but that would be fucking amazing or if you just come on live once a week it's like send me your questions that would no, be I'm awesome. sure he'd get tired like the read podcast recently did that where they closed all of their uh listener letters if they were about relationships because they were getting tired of basically rehashing the same thing which is set proper boundaries and this won't happen communicate and this won't happen yeah um so i feel because i feel like i saw a recent rant from tao where he was like i need y'all to stop like asking me about like you know cheat men who cheat on you because it's getting ridiculous oh yeah now. i remember that like the he answer is off. yeah and he was mad he's like the answer is always going to be the same like no you don't stay with a man who cheats on you like i don't know why you keep coming to me for advice about this because i'm never going to change my stance on this i love that man more power to him i hope he has a great life i'm sure he's having a great life but more so yeah but back to nct um one update was that it, it appears that 127 is about to go on tour so um get your coins ready girls um i think no i'll way. be attending two dates actually as it stands me too new york and chicago are probably oh you can then you can Okay, so this is going to be awesome. I'm pitching this idea live in front of our listeners. You should come stay with me and we can drive to the Chicago concert. And then okay. we come back to my house and then fly to New York together for the New York date. Yeah, or like vice versa, whichever one's first. Yeah, because I'm just saying like that would eliminate lodging costs because you can obviously stay in my house and mm -hmm. then i can stay at your apartment and you wouldn't have to get like a flight from new york to chicago which i feel like is more expensive than flying here i agree let's do that the way that nct has a hold on my life like i was i'm like before this was announced i'm like okay i need to plan out my vacations for next year and figure out like what i'm gonna do as soon as that was announced, all of that went out the window. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. I've got to see these dancing nine men. I was like, I was on the phone um, with my friend who's like my travel buddy. I mean, like, where are we going to go? Because the like, obviously, we we didn't travel during the pandemic. And we we're like, where are we going to go? She's like, oh, let's go to Switzerland. Never. Not, neither of us have ever been. Let's go there. Immediately after this, I was like, girl, I don't know. It's like. Maybe we should table this Switzerland trip and instead go to South Korea. Watch a concert. She would kill me. She would literally kill me. She'd be like, you're going by yourself. Bye. You know, um, the irony of that, too, is that I feel like it's easier for us as foreigners to get tickets through that, like, SM Global package than yeah. it is for, like, actual Koreans to get tickets. Yeah. Are they doing the SM Global package? I don't think for this they are because mm. it wouldn't make sense considering a I believe that Korea still has the 14 day quarantine 
um so i it might be too hard to schedule that around mm. that um yeah that's i'll true. have to check in on that that's true because the gold packages aren't that it, from what i from the shiny ones that i remember yeah it's like it's pretty much what it would be if you just bought a t- like a plane ticket and hotel for yourself just to go to korea yeah, but if, if they're coming here anyways, we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah. We'll if if they're coming here, there's no reason to do that. But then again, like I also just really want to go to Korea because I feel like the stages in Korea and like Japan are way more like involved than they are here. Um, That's true. I would go honestly for shiny. I would go to Tokyo Dome. Oh my god! If they ever go back to Tokyo Dome. Oof. I will be there in a heart. Oh, yes. that's that's going to be the shiny print vacation. The it's, shiny print vacation, Tokyo Dome. Yeah, it's we're all going to go to Tokyo Dome. We're going to make like a trip of it. We're going to like probably like vlog and you know shot black walls in the wilds of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these loud ass people? Well. I know, because you know how Japanese people be looking at you if you're loud on the subway. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And you know you can't take Mars anywhere without laughing. That's true. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting us private cars. Because... Yeah, we're going to have to take a taxi everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Mars doesn't do the, the train or the bus or the subway. Yeah. So we're going to have to get car- I love how we're planning this live on national television. <laughs> It's fine. That's what you guys came for, right? Is uh, this content. Um, But yeah, uh, fans who listen to this podcast, do your best with good luck with ticketing. Um, I know everybody else is super concerned. I'm not because I have money. Um, Wow. (laughs) Look, it is what it is, honey. I like... I mean, same, but you don't have to say it. The average K-pop fan, including all of the youngsters who obviously have to convince their parents to either A, chaperone them to the event and stay the whole time, or B, like, beg for them to get them tickets. I That's just not me. Like, I'm going to absolutely spend $500 on... VIP sound check front row and that's I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's more monetary wise. I, I don't know if that's correct saying, but monetary in terms of money, I think it's um more of the concern of what's been happening with the with K-pop concerts where resellers are so quick to buy up these tickets that yeah, the five hundred dollar ticket might turn into four thousand dollars um and then you're just not able to afford it that i think that's oh yeah boring. yeah i mean fuck scalpers that shit is a dud forever that's been like, happening every concert that i've seen um i think bts and i think 80s oh yeah 80s child i thought about it but i was like if i go to an 80s concert i'm gonna be in the back one because i'm not like a huge 
a tiny i just kind of casually listen to ats and b i'm definitely not giving nobody a thousand dollars for a concert ticket unless i get to meet the artists yeah but i think that's i think that's the biggest concern is oh yeah ticket stoppers so, are ass. yeah they're so quick especially especially now that k-pop here is starting to gain a lot of traction and concerts are coming back like they're feeding for these tickets and people aren't able to get them at reasonable prices anymore, which is going to cause a lot of, I think it's going to have a really bad effect on having K-pop concerts in the U S because if the scalpers aren't able to pay or aren't able to sell these tickets, there's not going to be that many people in the audience, meaning they're like, okay, so people don't want to come to these concerts and it's going to have a reverse effect. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely be interesting um, in terms of like pricing and packages and stuff um, because as you said, the demand is like exponential, especially considering the increased popularity of one two seven. Um, speaking of increased popularity of 127 congratulations on your kelly clarkson show debut yeah that was re- i finally watched it that was really good and they didn't do the fucking dance break as they shouldn't as, have exactly that should have been the performance that's it i don't care i know some people on my timeline really love that fucking dance break i don't know what's wrong with y'all but delete that brain cell because it's just not it. You know, it's funny. The first thing I thought of when they didn't have the dance break is that, like, we're going to be in the crowd for the tour and the dance break is going to start and we're just going to be standing there. <laughs> <laughs> I might wave my life to the ground, but I'm not going to enjoy it. If I were a different kind of journalist, I would just email SM and find a way for us to interview one of them for the podcast because of this concert. But my first question would be, are y'all going to do the dance break or not? Let me know. But I also, you know, would not like to be perceived by SM because. No. I'm happy that they don't know we exist. We live in two completely separate worlds. We're good. I don't need to get sued or have the potential of being sued because I say some out-of-pocket shit on here. Thank you. Yeah, we don't need any cease and desist letters. Um, But also, I really would just like to talk to Mark and Johnny. I think it would be fun. The way Mars would, <laughs> if we Mars ever, would not make it if we, <laughs> if we interviewed Mark. If we interviewed Mark, that would be so. That would be insane. I feel like we. I don't think we'd make it through the episode. Especially not if Mars was there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd make it through the episode. I think it'd be like, why is Mars so quiet? And then. All of a sudden, we get a Nicki Minaj verse. I know, or a cupcake <laughs> remix. Or a cupcake remix, and Mark would be like, um, "Doja Cat." 
Actually, that would be perfect if Mars just started singing. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, I want that to happen. You know what? SM, perceive us just for this. And not Jaehyun. Thank you. <laughs> Keep him over there. But Jaehyun would be really funny. He would be hilarious. If you haven't noticed from the title of this episode, I am not... I, I'm tired of that man. I I am tired. <laughs> he's he's so dry and he's so funny. And I I think he's one of the funniest Neos, honestly, in my opinion. And people I don't disagree. Weird, I and don't disagree. Like, I'm is- just saying that I am I have reached a place upon which I am being held hostage and I want to leave. It's just not happening. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just it's, it's easier. It's just easier if you just put out, put down a deposit on an apartment and just move in. Why do I want to go home? Why do I want to go home? <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, speaking of Jahan holding me hostage, uh, we recently caught up on the analog episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's share our thoughts about the analog episodes. I just need them to hire an acting coach. Oh my god, bro. It's <laughs> unironically, I kind of wanted to call it camp because like the part where Jahan like you know flinched when they cut the last wire and it was so dramatic and I'm like boy ain't nothing gonna happen to you (laughs) like what is this (laughs) like oh no we have to we have to save him Jeffrey do we do oh no Jeffrey (laughs) and Mark I, I can't believe I can't believe I didn't hear him when he got kidnapped <laughs> They're literally just saying sentences at each other and not having a conversation. Marcus is kind of your fault. I can't believe. You know what? And it's kind of your fault, Mark. <laughs> Honestly, I need to clip that. <laughs> I love when they this is the thing. I love when they give Mark scripts because you could just see in his head like I have to say my lines. I have like on the Kelly Clarkson show. He was mm-hmm. like, are you guys excited? Well. <laughs> oh. well here, and he was just concentrating. It wasn't natural at all, but he really just wants to get his lines out. And it's so adorable. I, Mark Lee, you're an endearing, <laughs> endearing kid. I, he's just great, but <laughs> I can't get over it. Sweet baby Taeyong. Taeyong. I love him. He's like, maybe Jaehyun is a sacrifice. And I'm like, Taeyong! He just looks so cute in all the episodes. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I was just feeling very soft for Taeyong in all the episodes. It's like, aw, he wore pearls on the boat. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, He's like, do I look pretty? Yes. Oh, and then he's like, you know, like, oh, we should use the tools to break into the fridge. And I'm just like, oh, you smart boy. <laughs> smart boy and yet continues to hammer at the lock. That and then so cute. And then like 
when they were looking for the octopus and he mm-hmm. like fell. <laughs> His face was so cute. How did anyone ever believe that like Taeyong is like this, you know, villainous mean person? Because SM has this thing where they have to put one person into that role, into like the cold and calculating role. It just and they are never that. They're never that. It will never work out. They tried to do it to Junghyun. They tried to do it to, I think, in Espa, they tried to do it to Karina. Didn't work. Meanwhile, Karina is, like, joking around all the time. And it's always, and it's usually just trolling and cheesing. Exactly. It's, it doesn't, you can't do that. Their personalities are going to come out. If, if they had done it to Doyoung, I would have bought it. He has a very good. He's a fucking nerd. But he also has a very good scowl. Like, if he looked at someone and, like, they were a broke bitch, I would be like, they're definitely a broke bitch. I don't know. I find it really cute because in my mind, I can't take his, like, scowls and stuff like that seriously at all. Yeah, but then he does have his, like, cutesy, flirty moments, so. I think I was introduced to Doyoung like the very first thing I saw of him talking he was like smiling and laughing so I that was just stuck in my head I'm like he's adorable so anytime he like tried to look serious I would be like "Mm, no no good try but yeah Taeyong was so cute just cute so 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 cute and endearing with his little like falling in the mud and then finding the octopus under the rock and then helping Jungwoo get out of the mud. Jungwoo was also really cute when he picked up an octopus and started dancing. That was adorable. That was adorable. Yuta's really funny. If I just say the person who's like giving me the best lines, it's mm-hmm. definitely Yuta. <laughs> I feel like Yuta just like his delivery is what's good. Yeah. He has really good delivery and really good timing. And I'm like, I couldn't be me. You're hilarious. Because when he was like, yeah, I don't think they have much success. I was <laughs> like, Damn. And then I think in the very first episode, he's like, you and I are the smartest. Yes. He was like, yeah, I think we're the only two people. Yeah. I was like, Utah, I love you. And, and also, I want to point out, like, every time they do one of these, like, things, I always am reminded of how smart Hechan is. Yes. Like, Chaotic Demon Child is actually really, really smart. He's kind of, sometimes I'm kind of like, where the fuck did you pull? You know what I was thinking the entire time they were filming this? I'm like, did someone slip him a script? Does he know, like, what's going to happen? Because he comes up with, t- like, he sometimes comes up with things too quickly. And, like, I don't, like, what the hell? I was watching, um... The Dreamies had a, like, a hotel thing. Um, I think it's the theme of their season's greetings is, like, a hotel. Um, And they put out a couple videos. And they were doing, like, the, like, they give you the two letters of the first, of the, the first letters of the two words. And you're supposed to come up with what it is. And Hechan literally did them, like, in under 10 seconds. He did four in under 10 seconds. And I'm like, someone told you this beforehand like there's just no way no nah, that's that gemini en- energy that's insane it's i feel so like crazy. every gemini man i know whether or not they're like 
intelligent intelligent and like across the board they always are really good at solving puzzles So, if you haven't noticed yet by now, this has just been a very struggle bus technological episode. Um, anyways, hey, Chon, baby genius. Gen- baby Literally. genius. I, I am in awe every time. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Good luck to whoever ends up with him because you- <laughs> he- he's not going to let you slide on anything. So, good luck. To you, whoever you are. All right. Um. So we're probably not going to talk for much longer since we've been here about an hour. Um. But we just wanted to talk about a season's greetings, which I don't think I'm getting them. I uh, I am. <laughs> that's valid. I just when I saw the 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 rollout, I was just like. Season's greetings are nice to have, but mm-hmm. I just didn't feel strongly about them this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think they're the concepts are I don't know. They're not my favorite. Exos is not my favorite, even though I'm probably gonna end up getting it. The only one that I'm kind of on the fence about getting is NCT Dream. As a Dreamson, I have a I have a reason why because it's the same color scheme as last year. See what I mean? So, it's like mm. it's like this has been the most low effort, low budget, excluding Espas. Yeah, Espas is really cute. I'm definitely getting that. Otherwise, everybody else was just like, eh. Yeah. And as cute as Taman was, he did have those tracks in and. I don't know if I want evidence of that beyond <laughs> beyond the photo cards. For True. Advice. True. I'm definitely getting Espa, definitely getting um Shiny. I'm not getting EXO. I'm sorry. And for NCT, I'll probably get 127 and Wavy and that's it. Um and that'll be that because I like Wavy's theme is really cute. I like the the airplane theme. I think that's very cute. Um, and the 127 pizza, I think, is really cute. But the Dream Hotel, like, it's literally the same, the purple, pink, and green. That was exactly the same as last year. Yeah. SM, very low budget, low effort. Season's greetings this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mess. Um, but, you know, I might think about buying individual things from these. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's valid. And so now, NCT 2021 universe speculations. Since it's an escalator and Wavy had that pilot thing and then Resonance was departure arrival, mm-hmm. um, they're probably going to Kwangya. <laughs> Listen, in terms of the city of Kwangya, I think I tweeted this on the podcast account. I think NCT is in charge of every mode of transportation, whether it's like flight, spaceship, teleport, um, entry and exit in and out of Kwangya. I think NCT are like 
the officers of that. Like they're the MTA <laughs> of Kwangya. Yeah. The uh the transit um authority. The Neo Transit Authority. Wow, that was my you remember when like everybody had like an N City account? Yeah. I was Neo Transit Authority. <laughs> Hey, you oh were on SM. You were, were on to something, big brain cat. Wow. I'm okay. So I'm gonna try to like really theories in and okay, so we know that NCT 127's last concept was Space Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If they are indeed like the transit authority. What if they're like fighting Black Mamba from trying to enter Cosimo and they fail? And so Espa has to save them. And that's why they made the Save Me track because it's their like them calling out to Espa for help. They had the budget to do that and couldn't get out? I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I think you might be right. But the only thing is, is I feel that maybe, I don't know. There's I'll a just lo- be talking. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I feel like you, you may be on to something. Because there is a lot of, there's a, by the way, follow the account. I think it's N- NCT Theory. They have like threads and threads and threads from like things way back when like nct 2018 i think someone made a good point that was like the only part of nct that's really part of the kwangya um world building is the nct 2018 2020 and 2021 like everything else is kind of like independent or whatever but when they all come together that's when they're in the whole kwangya universe in that Someone... case, resonance is making me think that from home is about them trying to get back to Cosimo mm-hmm. because they're trapped by Black Mamba. But doesn't Espa? Okay, so then what now? Because Espa just came back with Savage and like everything i think black mamba's defeated or whatever so no they never defeated black mamba i thought they did i thought navis like sacrificed herself to defeat black mamba but they never said that they won in savage they just said that they were fighting and that novice was helping them right why would she sacrifice herself have you never watched anime? This always happens. Characters no, I have not. <laughs> character sacrifices themselves, and then the fight continues. I don't. I don't know. I feel like. Hmm. Also, I mean, this is a point for another. I should have said this in our like SM episode. Um, how does red velvet witchcraft fit into all of this? Red velvet is hiding in plain sight in Kwangya and they're using a portal in their witch shop to get back to Cosimo to contact Aespa for help. But witchcraft is an earthly thing. 
witchcraft can exist in space and time. Have you never seen the Vampire Diaries? No, and I refuse to. Listen, how are going to be a theory in with you? You don't even consume content. What was your sister? The Wicked Witch of the East. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Grow up, bro. Bro. (laughs) No, but how are we going to reason when you don't even consume, like, sci-fi and fantasy content because it doesn't make sense to me a lot of witchcraft is using earth's energy so tell me if you put oh i don't know anything about witchcraft i'm just saying if you put a witch on a spaceship and launch her into space and she does a spell in space is it gonna work yeah because witchcraft can also be about harnessing the power of celestial events including other celestial bodies like stars and planets they're so far away but you can still get power and energy from them why do you think that space is a vacuum why do you think that a lot of witchcraft holidays revolve around moon activity right but the moon is like right there. It's not any fur. It's like the distance between planet and okay influence someone, is not someone who's actually like practices witchcraft. Please let me know because now I want to know: Would red velvet survive in Kwanya? But it's like obviously, if you think about okay, so in the Vampire Diaries lore there is a thing called an ascendant and the ascendant is how people enter a magical prison world but you can only activate the ascendant during a celestial event aka an eclipse or this ascendant world was it created by witches yes okay there's nothing up there created by witches well, yeah, they're cre- witches creating the portal between Cosmo and Kwangya. On Earth. But once they leave Earth and go through this portal, what happens? Maybe they don't have powers in Kwangya. So what is what is their purpose? Just to open the portal and like chill out and be like, come back when you want. No, they open the portal so that they can get information to feed to Espa about Black Mamba. Okay, but NCT has to regulate portal use. But they can't because they've been captured by Black Mamba. All 23 of them? You can't tell me one of them didn't escape? I mm-hmm. have a theory about mm-hmm. that. Okay, what? Taeyong escaped. And that's why he's in Super M? What about Mark? Yeah. Wait, Mark and Ten and, and Lucas. Okay, what if Mark, Ten, and Lucas manage to escape Kwangya, but they are trapped in, like, a limbo world, and that's why they need to send this, this dress signal to Aespa? Or they went to Taemin for help. Yeah, they went to Taemin for help, and Taemin enlisted his friends Kai and Baekhyun to help them escape, but they got stuck 
only to be rescued by spaceship from the other Exos, leaving behind Taman and the rest of the Neos. And then they set out that distress signal. And so that's that's where they're at. It's like some of the Neos are in this like limbo area. And then some of them, so like everybody who is on From Home is stuck in Kwangya. And then, oh no, Taeyong. And then Taeyong, Mark, Lucas, and Ten are trapped in limbo with Taemin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what well, this to say? Once again, how how are we ever going to discuss these theories when you don't consume sci-fi and or fantasy in any capacity? As a scientist, I just don't. <laughs> because I would be there be like, that's not how that works. And okay, ruin but for everybody. I can't okay, do that. Okay, but what if there is like a god particle that can make magical beings that bend the you know laws of science and physics? Okay, so let's just say that witchcraft. Let's just say that they're all not living on Earth 616 because none of that would actually happen here. And they're living on another Earth. Well, yeah, that supports the path code theory. Exactly. So let's just say that so I can move all of this out of my mind about witches in space. In their space, they survive and everything's fine. But, but I mean, I thought it was pretty clear that none of the SM groups are on Earth. I thought I thought that that's like No, I thought Red Velvet was on Earth. No. And I thought, yeah. Well, not anymore. I thought they were still well what if it was like a planet that was like earth that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like now i'm i'm like okay let's just say that they're on an earth-like planet that's not earth because i thought they were on earth because they were in fucking los angeles killing pizza boys so or what if that was the fake earth that's what I'm saying. Like and they've been is, on a fakers and this that's entire actually time. Black Mamba posing as Red Velvet. Black Mamba got kids. I mean, Black Mamba can take the form of anyone. I thought. Could I the, thought I, during the during the SMC, SMCU episode, I thought that like the whole question that um, Giselle had asked about hacking, I thought that implied that like. Black Mamba can appear in any form. I didn't take that to mean like outside of Kwangya. You know what I mean? I thought mm-hmm. while while they were in Kwangya, yeah, but like outside of that, it wouldn't really matter. They would just be. You know what you need to watch to get what I'm talking about? You need to watch the Digimon movie. I refuse. Nope. Sorry. Why do you refuse? What's wrong with it? Digimon Digital Monsters is not my cup of tea. How you know? Because because I used to watch the show and I did not like it. See, this is your problem. That I don't like things. Is that you don't even like fantasy and high concept stuff. So like... Because I can't... 
Uh, it's just my brain goes, no, that's not how it is. You no, you can't do that. And that is why I work in finance. Anyways, um, so all of that to say that this Anyways, I feel like- Jinky, if you're ready to release <laughs> your ballad about not being able to escape Kwangya, I'm ready. He already did it with blue, apparently. See? See? God damn. But anyways, all of that to say, I think this, I think with this NCT 2021 and it being called NCT Universe and Hechan, I think he said in like a fan call that they basically tried and did everything with this comeback. And I think he might be referring to, you know, being in that world and being in their specific universe, which includes Kwangya. I think we're going to get a lot more content revolving that i honestly I, I really think that espa and nct are the key to this whole big kwangya thing that sm has because i feel like all of the other groups are way too well established path code <laughs> r.i.p to you my dear you were great um so i think that nct and espa are really we're gonna get a lot of information from them just for that i'm putting exodus <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, oh, I mean, go for it because R.I.P. in peace. Honestly, um, what a but mess. Also, didn't that one video imply that like Boa is like the mother of the universe and like Shiny are the five lights that need to be saved? But then Taemin, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Taemin was Taemin gathered the exos and the neos to save him under the guise of him being evil but he he's actually good and he needs them to save him is he like astral projecting everywhere yeah oh maybe that would actually be really cool but then i would feel so bad as a, <laughs> the rest of the exo and NCT members you are the only ones that can help me everybody else sucks I mean, it's valid considering, <laughs> you know, Taman and, you know, him being, like, alone for two years. I guess that works. That could work. I don't know. I, ha- I, have, to, I have to figure these things out. And then there was another thread that I saw that was, like, Ten is mad, sus- like, because, like, he, I don't know, in some of, like, the past Neo stuff, like, he might actually be, like, not on the good side. Ten's probably a double agent, for sure. Yeah. Someone said Ten, and then someone else said Win-Win because of, like, the whole one to him being in one to seven and then switching over to Wavy. And the same thing with Ten. Ten debuted with NCTU and is now, like, in another unit. And they've been in other... I think they're the most that have been in other units or as many units. So they could be... <laughs> well, I will say that like Ten gives me double agent vibes considering his role in breaking out the rest of Wavy from Awaken the World. It's like right. how would Ten be in that position if he hadn't, you know, pretended to be on the side of the big bad, aka Black Mamba. Or killed everybody. But it just makes sense, you know, like Ten has the keys to everybody's cell and is already free because mm. he's been like 
you know, pretending to be on Black Mamba's side. And so that he, yeah. he's the only one in that video that we never knew what his power was. See? See? Ooh. See? Open your third eye. Open your eyes. The seventh sense. Open your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the seventh sense is what started all. Wow. Okay. Okay, we gotta go because I'm <laughs> worried that like it's gonna cut because we've okay. only been making one, the twenty minutes. One last thing, one last thing. Okay, so the only thing that's come out with information on NCTU is that they're going to use the same format as NCT 2018, um, which is which I really liked. You know, I did like the how they did resonance um, and uh, NCT 2021 in general, um, but I think with the NCT universe, I. With them saying it's NCTU, I wish all of the units would have been NCTU. You know what I mean? And not have songs for each actual unit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that's, that that was a project, but I highly doubt that, that it's going to be the project because they'll need songs. They'll need to have those songs that they can sing at their concerts. Yeah. So, I just wanted to say that. Well... Anyways, I I'm I'm rooting for everyone to escape Black Mamba. <laughs> Black Mamba is Lee Suman. Anyways, <laughs> um, actually, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mr. Lee. Yeah, um, to say you know what happens when you do that. <laughs> every time, like something bad happens. Every time, I'm so sorry. No, I'm just know kidding. Who the real Black Mamba is. Do I want to say this on live television? Will I get dragged? I'm not going to say it, but I think you know who I'm thinking of. A little copycat? Yeah, that guy. Okay. Okay, so NCT Song of the Week. So my NCT Song of the Week is going to be um, Rainbow from Hello Future. Oh. Need need a need a little slow one. I was actually watching the video of them singing it last night, and I was like, "Damn, the Hechan and Renjun at the end, they have me." Yeah, that was a very cute song. Mm-hmm. Well, my song of the week is going to be "Breakfast." By NCT. That was my last time. I mean, I mean, you're okay. right. Correct. Yes. Okay, let me pick something else. Um, instead of that, I'm gonna pick "Bring the Noise." Oh God. Because that's gonna be so lit at the concert. It's gonna be so lit at the concert, but I hate listening to it outside of the concert. It makes I'm me just... want to ram my head into a wall. That's why it's gonna be so great. I can't wait to scream like I'm at a metal show. Bro, bro, bring the noise! Bring the noise! <laughs> and Jayhan's rap part. Ooh. That's. Mm. Good luck to you, honestly, on that part, because. Listen, as soon as Hongbin gets out of the war, I will have no use to live in Peachville anymore. I don't know about that one. I'm just saying, Hongbin will provide me with three times weekly dimples, so I won't need Jaehyun anymore. I mean, I don't think Hongbin is going to do that immediately. I think you might I think he will. Okay. <laughs> do you know how much this man hates being in the army? <laughs> I, uh, I fully understand, but there's just some things you need to catch up on. 
when you get out, like, you know, making sure you have a home and getting things together. So we might have like, there might be a little bit of time, but. I, I, I sincerely doubt it. That man can't live without video games. So this is probably torture. True. You know that, you know what my phone background is right now? That, that picture of him in the red hat. <laughs> I was like, I have to, this is the only thing I have right now. This is all I've got. I mean, it's so good looking. Anyways, anyways, this is the NCT Podcast. This has been the NCT Podcast, now sponsored by Vix Crumbs. Vix. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kat, where can they find us? Y'all can find us primarily on Twitter. Um, which is NTT Podcast, or on Instagram, which is NTT Podcast. On Twitter, you'll find our link tree, which has links to our sister podcast and also to our Patreon as well. Um, we release content on there pretty frequently, I would say. Um, we usually do like album reviews and and things like that on there. So check it out and please follow us on twitter because our really big giveaway for december is literally happening in like two weeks i'll announce it on black friday but we're really excited about this and we're giving away things that people actually need because the pandemic is rough y'all so please follow yes, us and who knows maybe this will assist you in ticketing Oh, yeah, actually, this may assist you in ticketing if they fucking announce the dates. Please announce the dates. Right, so I can cry. My life is on hold. Please announce the dates. <laughs> and with that, see y'all later. Bye. Speed, we never stop, we got that fire